Hi there, hey there, who there. Welcome to another episode of the Sweet and Sour podcast. In today's episode, we'll be talking about culinary tourism. Wikipedia describes or defines culinary tourism as the exploration of food, as the purpose of tourism. So, food becomes the reason why you tour. It is now considered a vital component of the tourism experience. And dining out is common among tourists as food is believed to rank alongside climate, accommodation, and scenery in importance to tourists. So that's the definition. But what do you think? I think well, for every time that I've traveled to another state, another country, I've been interested in eating the local delicacy. One of my favorite foods is amala. And that's definitely not a food from my part of the country. But what exactly does culinary tourism mean to you, to an individual, after the fancy definitions, after the um, painting a very exotic picture about it? What does it mean? In the simplest of terms, for me, culinary tourism means how another person's food makes me curious and how that food when prepared lives up to the curiosity that has been built in my head and that's it really the reason i decided to talk about culinary tourism today is because um for valentine's day one of nigeria's top chefs had a (laughs) dining experience that cost a whopping thousand dollars per couple when it was posted on Instagram, I shared the posts as well. When it was posted on Instagram, the reactions were mixed and they were through the roof. Some people felt, what's, 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 what's he feeling like? And some were like, you know what? It's your money. If you can afford it, go do it. Most of the dishes or virtually every dish that was um, prepared for that 12 course experience was a very interesting dish one of the things i like about um, dining in other places like i said earlier is i get to eat the local delicacy so here's what chef stone the owner of the burgundy restaurant did with the 12 course dinner he put a spin on local nigerian and african dishes and that's really what culinary tourism is for me you know getting people interested in your food so if someone does that and it costs a little extra what do you think the very expensive dishes that um people pay all over the world to go eat you know and some of them are native dishes some of them are just dishes that the chef has put in extra work really 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 lots of extra work extra toppings extra you know some sort of um tweak to or twist to making people curious enough to partake of that experience at a at a price that is markedly different from what it would normally cost but culinary tourism doesn't have to cost a lot virtually every country you've been to or every state has what would be called street cuisine in nigeria in abuja for instance you have masa rice pancakes you have suya beef or chicken kebabs 
you have akara, um, akara which is called kose in um, some languages in sorry in northern nigeria and those are um fried bean dumplings but the point is culinary tourism is it, it doesn't have a fixed cost and like virtually every experience it is the, what the person who is creating the experience and the person who is partaking of the experience feels that makes the experience worth it or not so if a person puts a hefty price tag on a, on an experience and you pay for it i will then be asking you who partook of that experience was it worth it if it wasn't it just means that you'll never do it again or you won't do it with that same person Conversely, if a person puts a really um, small tag on something, you'd expect that mm, you'd have it and you'd be like, okay, what? Well, it didn't cost a lot, so yeah. No, 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 no. Even for things as inexpensive as a dollar or 10 naira, 100 naira, 500 naira, if it wasn't worth it, it wasn't worth it. But here's where I'm going with today's, um, today's episode. I'll talk you through one of the dishes on the 12-course Valentine's Day dinner. So, you have, um, let's look at this one. This one is, is called, this dish is called smoked cured tenderloin steak with tangy hibiscus broth on asaro puree. <laughs> and... The narrative for each of the dishes is Africa is generally rich in culture and this dish is simply infusing tribal differences in Nigeria. The cured tenderloin is basically incorporating the cooking technique of smoking ejayon or suya. Hibiscus is a staple leaf across Africa known by the name Sobolo in Ghana or Karakade in Sudan. The Burgundy, learn and relearn. So tenderloin, I mean, that's steak, beef. But what they've done with it is, so you think about, you go into the Italian restaurant, you go into the French restaurant, you go into another African restaurant. People cook things with their own history, their own traditions, right? So if you had prepared the regular um, African dish, the regular Nigerian dish, you know that it would it would it wouldn't be much of an experience it'd be what you'd expect from the average restaurant walking in so what this guy has done is he's taken things that would appeal to people beyond his local culture beyond nigeria tenderloin steak is something that people take all over the world so imagine a non <coughs> excuse me a non-nigerian a non-african looking at that at that dish and being aroused being interested by the fact that it's tenderloin steak he knows what hibiscus is but the narrative is what makes him think about partaking in it so what has this dish done it's gotten people interested in this dish who ordinarily probably wouldn't be eating african dishes and what that what that then does mean is someone is looking at this dish from across a geographical divide and is thinking maybe i should go eat that even if the person doesn't live outside of africa he might be a non-african a non-nigerian living in nigeria and because of the way the dish sounds incorporating familiar and non-familiar ingredients in an exotic manner he's moved to try it 
that is culinary tourism. So, like I said earlier, my take is culinary tourism is a means to get people curious about your native dishes. Do I think that Chef Stone's Amarillis $1,000 dinner did that? Yes. So if you want to know more about the dishes that Chef Stone posted or that were served at the um, Burgundy Amarillis $1,000 12-course Valentine's dinner, do go and check out Inkechi's reviews and you'll see that on my highlights. Have a wonderful day and see you at the next episode.